The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Look at that, he said, and he said this to prove him, for he himself knew what he Now, you know, when people argue about why do we have to give in church? Why do we have to give our tithes? Why do we have to give offering? And so on and so forth. God already knows what he will do. <laughs> he doesn't rely on your little tithe and my little tithe for his house to expand. He himself knew what he would do. Now remember, he is the bread of life. The bread of life asking, where are we going to get bread? We thank you. Ungrateful people shall never prosper. This morning we are not at the cemetery. We are not at the, at the cemetery, but in your sanctuary. We are in your sanctuary. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Father, we have gathered before you this morning. Not because we deserved it, but because of your mercy. We thank you for how far you've brought us. We thank you for your merited mercies. Thank you for your merited favor. You have been so good to us. You have showed us nothing but your kindness. Therefore, we come before you not because of our own righteousness, but because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. We thank you for bringing us to yet another end of a month. It is because of your goodness. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's give Jesus the highest praise. Let's please be seated. Let's please be seated. said hallelujah. Well, today is our special Thanksgiving service. How many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Now, every time God brings us to the end of the month is a sign of his goodness. Amen. I said it's a sign of what? His goodness. This morning, I want to share something with us before we go into our Thanksgiving. If you have your Bible, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 6, the book of John chapter 6, from verse 5, John chapter 6 from verse 5, I read, it says, and when Jesus lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come unto him, now I want you to notice the phrase, he saw a great company, in other words, there were a lot of people. He saw a great company come unto him, and he said unto Philip, 
whence shall we buy bread? Now notice, Jesus is the bread of life. But the bread of life is asking, where are we going to buy bread? I want you to follow that very carefully. Jesus saw a need and then he immediately identified the solution to meet the need. And the solution was to get bread. So he asked Philip, where are we going to find bread? Hallelujah. There's someone who has been asking God, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to pay for this house? How am I going to pay for this marriage? God said to me to tell you, it has already been taken care of. Somebody is saying, God, how is this going to be taken care of? God said it has already been taken care of. six the Bible says that and this he said to prove him for he himself knew what he would do let me say this to you when you come to God don't try to figure God out don't try to put God in a box thinking oh God this is how you, you did it last year last week so this is how you have to do it Nobody can pigeonhole God. Look at that, he said, and he said this to prove him, for he himself knew what he... Now, you know, when people argue about why do we have to give in church, why do we have to give our tithes, why do we have to give offering, and so on and so forth, God already knows what he will do. (laughs) He doesn't rely on your little tithe and my little tithe for his house to expand. He himself knew what he would do. Now remember, he is the bread of life. The bread of life asking, where are we going to get bread? God said, the cattle upon a thousand hills are mine. If I'm hungry, I will not ask you. So if you're going to sit down there and say, oh, it's because of my little giving. That's why the church is going forward. Oh, the pastor didn't smile to me yesterday. Oh, the pastor saw me and he he just, you know, so because of that, I'm not giving anymore. You have closed the heavens over your own head. Are you following me? Because he himself knew what he would do. As for offenses, you will be offended in the church. The usher will tell you, sit here today, tomorrow sit there. You say, oh, but last week I sat here. Why are you telling me to sit here? You ask for that. Now, if you allow somebody to block your blessing through offense, you are not matured. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because he himself knew what he would do. Hallelujah. Next verse, verse 7. It says, Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad which had five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Oh, this is powerful. Now, I'm going to show you something today how 
thanksgiving can break limitations over your finances and over your resources. Now, Jesus saw the multitude. Now, we already know that there were minimum 5,000 men. And all they had was a lad who had two loaves or five loaves and two fishes. I always get that mixed up. And Jesus said, make the men sit down. Verse 10. Make the men sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place. So, the men sat down in the number about 5,000. Verse 11, this is the key verse. The Bible says that, and Jesus took the loaves. Now, what do you have? What you have has to be given to Jesus if you want it multiplied. It says, and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks. How many loaves did Jesus take? How many loaves did Jesus take? How many did he take? How many people are there? How many people were there? 5,000. How many people were there? How many loaves did Jesus take? How many people were there? How many loaves did Jesus take? Are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? Now, there were 5,000 people to be fed, and Jesus only had five loaves. But guess what he did? The Bible says that, and when Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed, oh, this is like magic, but it's not magic. Are you, are you getting this? They only had five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000. But the only way that limitation can be broken is for that five loaves and two fishes to get into the hands of Jesus. Listen, if there's anything you don't know about me, this is the secret. The secret to my life in working in the unlimited breakthrough is this. Give me two pounds. I will multiply it into two million. All I have to do is put it in Jesus' hands. You see, the reason why many are stuck is because they are contemplating, oh, I only have two loaves. I only have... Now, you want to feed 5,000. Let me tell you this. Listen, this is very prophetic. There is no level of your life that you will ever have more than enough to take care of everything you will ever need done. Because if you will ever get to that point, you will never need God. Now, if all you had can take care of everything, then you are not dreaming big. If you want to reach billions of people, it costs a lot of money. But God will give you two loaves, five fishes, or five loaves and two fishes, and see how you can use that to reach billions. I have said all this to say this. The key to breaking limitations over your finances, over your resources, over everything that you have, 
is take what you have, put it in the hands of Jesus. Take what you have, no matter how little it is. Take it, put it in the hands of Jesus. And see it multiplied. (laughs) There's someone here who is going to buy a house with a 15,000 pounds annual salary. (laughs) Who is going to own a 250,000 house with an annual income of 15,000 pounds? Say, how is this going to be possible? Take that 15,000 pounds and say, Jesus, I put it in your hands. This is what I've come to submit to you today. That if we can learn to take our five loaves and two fishes and put it in the hands of Jesus, we're going to break limitations. And that's the time you enter into the realm of unlimited favor. So this morning we are going to give God thanks. On the level where you are, with your five loaves and two fishes, you want to feed 5,000. Take that five loaves and two fishes, let's put it into the hands of Jesus, and let's see him multiply and feed 5,000. That's why when it comes to thanksgiving, it's an opportunity for you to break into the realm of unlimited blessing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Today's service is awesome. Something has already broken loose in this service. I want you to be prepared. Let's prepare a thanksgiving offering. As you know, by force, give on the level at which God has blessed you. Don't do it because somebody is doing it. Do it with understanding. Are you following me? And remember, our thanksgiving offering is not complete until we give God a dance. Amen? Until we do what? We give God a what? A dance. So you're going to come forward and dance. Amen? I'm not hearing you. I said amen. Amen? Do you want to give God a dance? Yes. As you dance, they, oh, there shall be no mourning in your house. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready? Yes. Please. Put my five loaves and my two fishes, Jerry. <laughs> and let me multiply it into the millions. Yes. How many of you were here on Thursday? How many of you were in church on Thursday? Did you hear the testimonies that were shared on Thursday? Powerful testimonies. This is what God is doing in this house. Nobody is under any pressure. Are you people under any pressure? (laughs) Is anybody here under pressure? Anybody? Sam, are you under pressure? No. Is anybody here under pressure? Marcus, are you under pressure? Yeah. Praise God. Are we ready? Let's rise up on our feet. Please remember, your Thanksgiving offering is not complete 
until you give God a what? A dance. We have to understand how these things work. Don't just come forward and drop it. No. You come with a what? A dance. He said, Pastor, my leg is paining me. Pain that leg through a dance. Amen. All right, let's rise up on our feet. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.